0: Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood from the House of Judah. The Leadership Factory. Raising generational leaders. Impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood. Please write this down. Why
1: God blesses. Once again, I'd like to welcome everyone in the actual service. And everyone watching across the nations online. Hallelujah. I'm speaking on why God blesses. I told you I'll be teaching you certain secrets that I trade and my fathers and mentors trade. When you read Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 12. God speaking says. Ye have robbed me this whole nation. Then he says. He ask the question, how have we robbed you? He says, you have robbed me in tithes and in offerings. Last week we discovered he says, enter, he says give God the glory and after you have given him the glory he says, bring an offering then after that he says, then enter his courts. So look at your neighbor and say, there is a procedure for approaching God for being grateful to God. So he says, Give him the glory. Then number two, bring an offering. Then number three, he says, enter his courts. So if you want to enter his courts, these are the procedures you follow. Giving thanks by word of mouth alone is not enough. You must give him thanks by word, by singing, by thanking, by expression of gratitude, and also in the sowing of seeds, which calls an offering. You know when you're going to see um, a king or a queen, you always enter. There's a protocol that you follow. It's the same when you're entering the houses of <laughs> fetish priests. Are you there? Fetish priests, they are <laughs> you, you don't go empty-handed. And Deuteronomy 16, 16 says, never enter the house of God empty-handed. So, if you're going to see a chief or a king or a queen, and you have to go with an offering. When, uh, what's her name? Uh, when the queen of Sheba was coming into uh, Israel to see the king, the Bible says she came with a train of gifts, chariots of gifts, only to be surprised at what she saw, the splendor, she saw the splendor and the beauty. And the prosperity and the wealth of Solomon, the Bible says she was, her legs gave way. She just, she doesn't know what to do. And what was the root cause of Solomon's wealth? Everybody say the love for, love for God. Now this thing that I'm teaching you is motivated and activated only by love. Only lovers tithe. Only lovers give offering. If you want to give offering just to receive, the motivation is wrong. Every, anybody who tithes willingly, cheerfully is somebody who's motivated by love. This teaching, everything I'm going to teach you, the 12 secrets, the 12 secrets I trade. If love is not the motivation, then you won't get results. If I'm teaching this just to take money from you or just ask you just to give for the sake of giving or using it as a trick to take money from you, you won't be blessed and I won't be blessed. The motivation for all tithing, all giving, all service is the love, is love for God. What should motivate your giving, your tithing, your serving, your praying, your church attendance, your soul within everything what should motivate it is love for God. Everybody say love for God. That is the foundation of what we are talking about. The foundation is not, Bishop said we should give. Bishop said we should tithe. They have come again. The end of the month is coming. So they are talking about giving because Bishop, I'm sure some way, somehow, he needs the key for Christmas. Hallelujah. No normal pastor, normal pastor, normally likes to teach on this subject. Amen. Only abnormal pastors. Is that true or false? Are you there? It's not a subject that many would like to teach. But as a Christian, every lover is a giver. Not all givers are lovers. Because your giving could be motivated by something you are looking for. But if you're a lover, you give. Are you aware that when you're in Egypt... And you are in love with somebody. You act so stupidly. You act so some way. You arrive when you shouldn't arrive. What is happening? Love is pushing you. When you love God, you don't have to be forced to give. You don't have to be forced to tithe. You don't have to be forced to come to church when the lockdown has been lifted. And you can come to church. When you love God, there are certain things that you shouldn't be told. You shouldn't be chased to do it. You shouldn't be encouraged. You shouldn't be texted. You shouldn't be Whatsapp. You shouldn't be Snapchatted. When you love somebody, they don't force you to do good to them. (laughs) I know I'm preaching better than you are clapping. (laughs) and Don't worry about me. I've been at this for 25 years. Are you there? When you love God, you are not forced to do things for God. You are not forced to tithe. You are not forced to share your testimonies. You are not forced to get up and pray. Love pushes. There's something about love that motivates you, pushes you, brings you under some form of addiction and obsession. When you love somebody, you are obsessed. You are addicted to be kind to them, to do good to them. Are you there? So I wanted to lay the foundation for you to understand. Every time you hear a preacher preaching on subjects like this, and some of these practices that we are engaged in, like I said, I've been doing this for 20 years, so it's not now that it's the motivation. And one of the things, one of the motivations behind what I'm teaching is, by now in certain churches, if I ask anyone in this house, I say, okay, we are going to undertake, because one of the givings in the scriptures is about, uh, uh, about kingdom projects. When you read Haggai, he says, you have been building your sealed houses. Instead of building the kingdom, instead of focusing on Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, you are rather seeking after other things you are you are you are finding ways and means of paying your bills finding ways and means of building your house or, and nothing wrong with those but it says seek first the kingdom of god unfortunately for these people in the book of haggai they were they were prioritizing things that pertain to themselves self-centeredness and so the Bible says that they will get money and put it into pockets, and it's as if the pockets have holes. They can't um, they can't articulate, they can't account for the monies that were coming into their hands because they were not prioritizing God's house, but were loving themselves more than loving God. When their resources came, it is as if they put it into pockets that has holes. And they couldn't see, they couldn't account for where the resources went. So listen to the advice that god gave them he said go gather wood go and gather wood go and work and then bring down the resources to build my house if you love my house go gather wood and come down and build my house and the bible says they gathered together did that and shortage ended in their life somebody under the sound of my voice shortage will be the last thing you ever deal with in your life from this service in the name of jesus if you are the one i'm talking about shout a living and a louder amen why does god bless us he says bring ye the tithe and the offering into the storehouse that there will be provision meet in my house and then he says prove me now if i don't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive. Now, Bishop, we often hear you talk about tithe and offering. So why are you talking about tithe and offering again? Tithe and offering is the foundation. It is not the bricks. It's not the building material. It's not the bricks. It's not the roof. It's not the pillars. Tithe and offering is that when you're going to build a house, you start with the foundation. Now, after you want to build a house, it's not the foundation that you are aiming for. Eventually, you are aiming for you are aiming for a house, but the but the foundation is what holds the house. So, tithe is just the foundation, and there are things you when you build a foundation, then you have what? Talk to me, somebody. You have what? Cement or blocks or bricks or uh, pillars, uh, iron rods. um, Are you with me? And other stuff. When God was speaking. I want you know, I'm teaching, I'm to understand this thing we are talking about. Because it will change your life in 2021. Amen. Understanding is key. The foundation is there. Then you have the building blocks. Then things that are. So God speaking says you have robbed me. Listen. In tithes and what? Offering. Now listen to what he said. He said offerings. Of, of what? <laughs> So, just as you need additional stuff to be able to build your house, take the bricks, uh, uh, iron rods, um, other things, plaster boards, take it as what? Offerings. Very often, people focus on just the tithe. Forgetting the offerings. Your amen must come. Amen. And the question is, what you are looking for determines, if you want bricks, you use bricks. You want cement, you use cement. Those are the building blocks. Now, offerings are things that you worship God with, and offerings are things that you build your life with, for which results come into your life. For instance, write this down. The first offering is worship offerings. Worship offerings. That's the offerings that you use to worship God. They are different offerings. Just as there are different things. Listen, if you catch this thing, nobody needs to cheat you. Nobody needs to deceive you. Your understanding of this and your practicing of this is what will change your life. For everything that you are looking for, there is a seed that you sow to trigger what you are looking for. The woman, a Shunamite woman did not have a child. Little did she know that in serving God and building a, a penthouse or an upper room for the man of God that her pregnan- barrenness will be terminated mm-hmm. how do you equate offering with bar- terminated barrenness mm-hmm. how do you see you can't serve god with your mind mm-hmm. you serve god with your spirit yeah. and the spirit is where your love flows yeah. Yeah. are you with me yeah. Yeah. worship offerings Deuteronomy 16 16 to 17 i'm still talking about i'll be laying the foundation with Why God blesses, then we shall be moving into the other aspects. Deuteronomy 16, 16 to 17. He said, Never enter the house of God, what? Empty handed. So tithe is a fixed amount. Everybody say tithe is fixed. fixed. But offerings are not fixed. Uh huh. Tithe is fixed, it's 10%. Now, God say, Anytime you're coming into my house, never come empty handed. Never. Everybody say never. And you see, when you love God, you obey his commandments. He says, Never. Who when was the last time somebody went to McDonald's or KFC empty handed? <laughs> don't keep me, don't leave me quiet. Don't leave me here by myself. Even though I'm doing good. Shout Amen. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy sixteen, sixteen. Are you do you have it? Can you put it on the screen? Deuteronomy sixteen sixteen. it says, Never come three times in a year shall all thy meals appear before the Lord thy God. In the place which he shall choose, he shall choose. Who chooses where you give your offering? Who chooses where you tithe? He shall choose in the feast of unleavened bread, in the feast of weeks, in the feast of tabernacles. Shall we all read the last line? Shall we all read the last line? Ready, go. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Who said, every time you are coming into McDonald's for something from McDonald's, don't come empty-handed or you'll be driven away. You have to go back into your car, shout amen, without the food. Is McDonald's a charity shop? Is a what? Business center, is it? Trading food with money. Bible says, when you are coming to worship me, always come with an offering. Now, that's not tithe, that's offering. It's called worship or free will offering. Write that down. Worship or free will offerings. Worship or free will offering. I'm trying to explain to you, people sometimes see pastors, ministers, believers that are blessed, and they are wondering why are these people blessed the way they are. I'm showing you what their secrets are. Tithing is number one, non-negotiable tithing right the way down. Tithing is just the foundation. And if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Tithing is just the foundation. Second secret is worship offerings and free will offerings. So worship stroke free will offerings. Giving to worship and honor God during these services and programs. Appearing unto God is a mark of honor and worship towards God. Our worship of God is not complete without our offering. Psalm 96 verse 8. Give glory to God. Bring an offering. And then he says what? Enter his courts. Did you see the procedure? So, look at your neighbor and say, never enter God's house without an offering. Whether it's 50p, 1 cent, 2p. My point is, you see, you need to catch this. I've been preaching this for years. Not many people have caught it. Not many people have caught it. You don't come to God's house. And it's not because God is in need or the pastor is in need. Does my suit look like somebody who is in need? Are you here? (laughs) So, you have to change level. Never come to God's house without... That is what God says. Lockdown. Do you remember last week the widow was told to feed the man of God? Would that say? Would you say that is just a widow? A widow? Who is a widow? Somebody whose husband died, and that's the person that God sent the man of God to. Listen, I was preparing some stew this morning, and my and God said, somebody just somebody's concentration just shifted. I woke up in the morning. Sometimes when we finish work, we finish church. Then we have to go home. It's now that we have to cook. So I said, no, no, I'm going to cook. Make sure when I get home, just relax. I've worked. I've done a hard job. Relax before mental health this evening affects me. So I did the stew. I did salmon, potatoes, uh, bean stew. and, And I'm just saying that because I'm a giver. It's my giving offerings if you don't clap. The envy is too much in this room this morning. Now, why did I say what I just said? There was a reason why I said what I, about this too. Holy Spirit, get, get me out of this trouble. Amen. Your worshiping of God is incomplete without offering. Your worship of God is incomplete without what? Offering. An offering. Giving to worship God. Psalm 96 verse 8. You do not listen. You don't give trash and expect treasure. When it's time to give to God, look at the person you are giving to. Are you there? You don't give trash and expect treasure. And you also give according to how God has blessed you. Give according to how what God has blessed you. We have a sister in the house, um, the founder of Saver to Invest. And she's just started this project across the Dead Free Army and uh, her platform. And teaching people how to save 10,000 pounds in three years. Um, a couple of thousand pounds within a year, a couple of thousand pounds within six months. And listen to what she does. In line with what I'm telling you, you give according to how God has blessed. So don't do what somebody else is doing. She says, start saving. Some of you can start the ground level by saving one pound. One Is it one pound a day? One pound a week. What's the second grade? Three, fifty, three? My point is, it is in stages. Don't wait until you have more than enough before you start giving and saving. Or you never have enough. And you see, one of the dangers is most Christians, most of us, just tithe. We don't give offering. And you are wondering why certain things are not happening. The master said, give tithe and offering." You give tithe of 200 and your offering is 5 pounds. I mean, surely you can't be serious. You are worshipping God. You see, we need to say this thing as it is. It's not because churches are in need. You are in need. And you need to do what God says you should do. Very often, the reason why some of us, some of you think you are making it. You are not really, where you should be, you are not. Because, uh that's what brought me to what I was what God said was this. If I ask any of you right now, we say, okay, it's 25th anniversary celebration. And whenever it's a 25th anniversary celebration or any church's anniversary, people must come with seeds to sow, to appreciate God. So I say, okay, some of you who can rise up and give 500. Some of you who can rise up and give a thousand. Some of you who can rise up and uh, give to the building fund, give 200 or give 50 pounds or give 20. Some may not be able to get up and do it. Now, why is that the case? Even though they are working, they are not prioritizing God. They haven't saved. They haven't invested. They haven't planned. Or they haven't reached that financial threshold to be able to do that. Guess what will bring you out of it? What I'm teaching. As long as a church's anniversary comes up and people uh, cannot give certain resources... To appreciate God for all those years that God has been good to them is either, one, they don't want to give, or they didn't plan for it. Or haven't, don't have the resources to do that. And what we are teaching, God wants you to come. and see, why does God bless you? To be a blessing. So if you can't be a blessing to his house, you haven't planned properly. You haven't planned properly. Shout Amen.
0: In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged. They are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders
1: are not born. Millionaires are not born. Wealthy people are not born. They are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You were not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb, on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business like everybody else or the one that people travel far and near to look for.
0: Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle, please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjuda.org.uk and order your copy today.